Hello, everyone, and welcome to Joe's Tango Podcast, and welcome to the exciting, colorful, and sometimes bizarre world of Argentine tango. On this show, we'll be meeting tango instructors, event organizers, and musicians, and they are a fascinating bunch of people. It'll be a great time, and I hope you can handle it. I'm your host, Joe Yang, and thank you very much for joining us. Today's guest is an internationally renowned tango instructor and performer. She has trained closely with tango masters Chicho Fromboli, Lucia Mazer, Gustavo Navera, Julio Balamaceda, Corina de la Rosa, among others. Born and raised in Buenos Aires, she also has a background in ballet and contact improvisation. In 2000, she moved to New York City, where she directed the Argentine Tango program at the Sandra Cameron Dance Center. She has taught at numerous tango festivals, including Portland Valentango, Chicago Tango Week, the New York City Summer Tango Festival, CITA, Congreso Internacional de Tango Argentino, DC Tango Sutra, and there are many more on that list. As a performer, she has toured with several high-profile tango shows, including Romance de Tango by Leonardo Paz, and Tango Glamour, which was directed by world-renowned pianist Polly Furman. And with me now from <laughs> Buenos Aires, Argentina, is Mariana Galassi. Mariana, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. I, I know you have a very busy schedule, but it means a lot to me that you agreed to be on the podcast. Thank you, show. The pleasure is mine. Ah, oh, great, great. So on, on a personal note, Mariana was one of my first teachers and was very influential in my early tango journey. So if any of you listening have met me and enjoy dancing with me, you, you can thank Mariana. Oh, <laughs> no, they have to thank you. Probably I just put it just a little thing there. But, you know, at the end, it's all about what you do, guys. <laughs> thank you, though. Thank yeah, you. All. Sure, sure. OK, I want to jump right into this. So um, let's take us back to the beginning of your tango journey. Can you describe the moment when you knew you wanted tango to be a big part of your life? Wow. Well, <laughs> I knew exactly. Okay. Actually, I was not dancing tango at that time yet. Mm -hmm. I was working on a film company. Oh. They, it was this the film. It was a producer, film producer, mm -hmm. and they were looking for a um, location. To so I, I was in charge to find a location where they can be doing this um, video clip. Okay. And somebody told me, you should check it out in a milonga because they've seen milonga is a place where the people dance and there's oh. a lot of tango. At that time, I didn't know what milonga was. I mean, I knew, but I'd never been there. Okay. And one day, I opened the door to this milonga just to check out the space in, with eyes that they were, has nothing to do with dancing. I was just looking for the location. Mm -hmm. And when I entered and I saw all that people embracing, dancing, in that moment, I said, what is this? I want this in my life. <laughs> oh, wow. And that's sorry. It was more than 18 years ago. Oh, wow. It was very shocking, that experience. Okay. Very. Wow. So what was your, what was your impression? Was it, was it uh, beautiful? Was it surprising? Uh, in the beginning, it was shocking and surprising because I didn't know there was a space like that. Oh, okay. I mean, you heard about that because also what happened is in Argentina, it was a time where people didn't dance tango. Mm -hmm. And me at that time, I was like the, the young generation, not anymore, uh. that started again. 
So we grew up with this idea that we like rock and roll and we wanted to go away from tango as much as possible because oh. tango was a generation of our parents. Oh, okay. So we were very disconnected from that culture. Mm-hmm. So when I entered to that place, it's not like now. When I entered to that place, I was like, oh my God, what is this? I, I really, it was shocking, it was surprising, and immediately it was a sensation of belonging. Okay. Of, I want to know what is this. Oh. And it felt, it felt really good. Okay. Yeah, it was, okay. it was, a, it was then, it turns to be the Milonga Torquato Tasso, the okay. very famous Milonga. Oh, nice, nice. Once you started dancing tango, what was your very first Milonga like? Uh, well, it was actually, it was that place. Mm-hmm. Because... I, I started to ask where I can take classes because okay. I, I knew from the beginning that you have mm-hmm. to take classes. Right, right. And then they told me, eh, well, in this place, we give classes on Sundays be- mm-hmm. right before the Milonga. Oh. And I say, okay, well, then I'm going to come and check it out. Like, you know, this group of classes, like mm-hmm. all Milongas have before the, the actual Milonga. And then I went there every single Sunday from my hometown, which mm-hmm. was like about an hour ago, uh, an hour away. Mm-hmm. And it was not like now, it was, uh, that, but back then it was not like you go, you take a class and they ask you to dance right away. Mm-hmm. It took me at least six months of going just to do classes and then sit there for six months without nobody asking me to dance oh. until they realized I was a little bit ready. Okay. And then I've been asked. So the, the beginning of my Milonga life was much more about watching mm-hmm. and experience what other were doing than, than me. But the time somebody asked me to dance, mm-hmm. I was like touching the sky with my hands. Uh. <laughs> in fact, six months, six months wow. of taking that class every single Sunday. Until someone gave you a cabaseo. Yeah, and actually it was this old guy, a painter, I still remember him, mm. a very f- famous, I mean, well, not famous, but uh, yes, he was a famous local painter mm. in La Boca. Mm. He has uh, his um, studio in La Boca, and I remember I danced with him, and at that time he was like the age of my father. Okay. And remember he told me, you still need to learn, but I can feel you have the spirit for this oh, already. Wow. And I'm like, wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good. Do you do you remember what that first dance felt like? It feels really good. Yeah. Because you know, it's, and you probably know this, or everybody with mm-hmm. Tango knows this. It wasn't the beginning when you really are not conscious about how beginner you are, mm-hmm. where you still don't have that criticized towards you, or yeah. you don't compare. Like, it, I was so fresh. I thought probably I was dancing like I don't know, Maria Nieves. Of course, I was not, mm-hmm. but um, I felt uh, I felt like I was like dancing in heaven. Oh, nice, oh, nice. Good. Good. I mean, and I definitely was not. I was just all my idea, of course. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So um, another question I have: so a lot of our listeners, they have um, they are just starting to come to milongas, so they're still very nervous, yeah. but they're starting to feel the uh, that that tango addiction. So other than um, knowing the basic customs like the floor craft and the cabaseo, so what advice would you give them to help make their milonga experience uh, more fun? Ah, uh, okay, mm, that's a good point. First of all, 
I, I will say, I know these days they talk a lot about etiquette and that's very important. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to try to keep the line of dance and have some, some kind of rules in order to all be able to flow in the dance floor, blah, mm -hmm. blah, blah. But I will say I wouldn't get, uh, I wouldn't be something that you are not, you know, like I wouldn't mm -hmm. pretend to be serious or formal or all this around tango mm -hmm. i mean if that's your personality go ahead but i was never like that yeah, yeah. so i never really hooked into how i should look like or how i should be in a, you should be yourself mm -hmm. and if you're a respectful person in your life which hopefully we all are or <laughs> trying to be yes. then you just take that to the dance floor you know mm -hmm. you just try not to be rude when you're moving respect the other Mm -hmm. uh, spaces uh, don't be rude of course with a partner yeah. uh, and don't do things that you don't do in your life don't try mm -hmm. to give a lesson to somebody in dance mm -hmm. floor but I mean that's not because you're a tango dancer I think you wouldn't want to do that in your life either right so mainly I will be just relaxed and have fun and take it like not that seriously okay so what is some really good advice that you've gotten from one of your teachers <sighs> Um, in general, you mean, or what, still talking uh, about going to Milan? Uh, in general, maybe just from from as you started learning more and more, and as you started mm. getting more involved with tango, what what's some really good advice you've gotten from 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 teachers? Mm -hmm. Well, many. Mm -hmm. One of my main teachers, because I studied a lot with them at that time when okay. I started, and it was completely crazy about them was. Uh, about tango and about them was Julio and Corina. Ah, uh, yes. Julio and Corina mm -hmm. de la Rosa. Mm -hmm. So they were, I studied very intensively with them. Mm -hmm. They 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 are at that time together now in their individual careers. Right. Uh, very pedagogic, mm -hmm. both of them. Uh, and from Corina, I remember some advices uh, that they're still, I still use for mm -hmm. myself. And I, still, and I also, I stole from her and I use them <laughs> with my students. Mm -hmm. uh, mainly was um, be sure of uh, if you need to improve something in your, because we all want to be uh, good dancers and have a strong technique and, you know, and try to be uh, free in the way we move. Mm -hmm. So they always emphasize on work on your basics. Once you feel strong, on your basics, then the rest come. Mm -hmm. So don't try to go like, Corina will never taught me an environment. She will say, once you feel so strong in your axis, then you you will come with your own environment because you it will come naturally. Mm -hmm. The freedom it gives you a good basic technique uh, will let you go through all those other experiences. So. I think one of the best advices I got from her mm -hmm. was that you know, work on things that are really important and then you can apply them for everything rather than working in a minimum thing, like a small detail. Mm -hmm. he, she would go to very fundamental things. Mm -hmm. And that was one. And another one I remember she always told me is embrace. Mm -hmm. uh, when you mm -hmm. embrace a partner, it's like if you have a little bird on your hands, mm -hmm. you cannot squeeze it too hard because it will die. Right. 
Yeah, you cannot open the hand too much because it will fly away. Oh, yeah. So try to find that measure in the embrace while you're holding somebody without suffocating him. Mm -hmm. uh, and that balance between freedom and connection. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember that, that yeah. those things uh, up to now. Yeah. <laughs> so I, probably I, that, those are very important. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that bird analogy. I think I remember you using that with me before. <laughs> yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. I yeah. always uh, try to start with a source, you know. Mm -hmm. Some of the things are for my invention, but mainly all of them, mm -hmm. I took them from somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> Good. So how did you start teaching? Can you describe that journey? Wow, that was, um, I did some teaching in Argentina, but mm -hmm. then mostly I did it in, in New York where we met. Okay. But I started at that time, I was assistant and I was a teacher, well, a former teacher, Sandra mm -hmm. Cameron, Eric mm -hmm. Fink. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was um, actually assisting him for many years, like for four years mm -hmm. at least. And I okay. didn't start my own classes mm -hmm. until then. So by the time I started my own classes, I remember I said, okay, now I'm going to do this by myself. Then I should uh, learn how to lead. Mm -hmm. And I got together with a friend of mine who was also a, a female tango dancer that I wanted to lead. And we start uh, switching roles. And once I feel a little bit more secure about what leading was about mm -hmm. then i start very shy and very um with a lot of concern my first classes mm. and slowly i realized i could do that mm -hmm. and so it was very slowly the process it was not right away i started okay. teaching mm -hmm. and then what happened is because we came from from I study a lot with Gustavo Naveira and mm -hmm. Fayan Salas and all these people that were talking about the structure of the dance, mm -hmm. uh, not just the female part, you know, for me. Well, I have a lot of understanding of the structure, how you do a sacada, how you do a voleo, mm -hmm. and that helped me a lot then okay. to integrate it as a leader too. Mm -hmm. And then I, I keep, and then I started in Sandra Cameron right away right. Mm -hmm. with my own classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just a, a quick note. I don't know if you remember. There was one time there was a Sunday practica that you were hosting at Sandra Cameron. And uh, I remember one afternoon, I was the only person who showed up. <laughs> and so for an hour and really? a half. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to work on boleos for an hour and a half. And you were so patient with me <laughs> that, that during that whole oh. time, during that 90 minutes, I maybe got four boleos right. <laughs> but... It really well, it really but helped, because yeah. and now you probably know because you are teaching too, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. been for so long. Mm -hmm. It's really a process. Yes. So in the beginning, as a teachers too, we need to be very patient because mm -hmm. you, you as a student, may have all the theory and you can know exactly how mm -hmm. it should be done in your mind. Mm -hmm. But the body takes its own time. Yes. And I think as teachers, we need to be patient and we need to to go and um, follow the process of the student until it starts to develop it, the knowledge in their own bodies. Mm -hmm. and, and, that's, and that's a while, and that's very interesting as a teacher too, yeah. to go with a student in that process, no? Yeah, 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 with that patience. So yeah, I really, really appreciated that. So yeah, and I took that into my Thank own. You. Yeah, I took that into my own classes to always be patient. And probably somebody was patient with me too, you know, because mm -hmm. we passed. 
yeah. whatever we receive, waters and so on. Exactly. I think that's the beauty of it yeah. too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just a, just a kind of a quick technique question. Um, you know, we know the walk, you know, la, la Camina is very important. So what are some ways to improve our walking from, from your point of view? Huh. Interesting, because it seems a simple thing and it's mm. really hard as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Well, having a conscious um, awareness of your alignment, it helps. Mm-hmm. So being able to, not like, I wouldn't say you need to get stand up and be straight as an arrow because mm-hmm. it all creates tension in the body if you uh, force you know, the, your posture to be straight. Okay. But to have a consciousness of your bone structure and how you alignment from the top of your head all the way down to your feet, mm. it, it helps. Because once that is aligned, then all you need to do is transfer that from place a to place b and it's like i always i always uh, use this metaphor as a cake with many floors you know if Mm. if if the cake is is steady and the floor one on top of the other are steady and evenly one on top of the other Mm -hmm. if you have to carry from one spot to the other it's Mm -hmm. easier but if it's all shaky Uh uh, then when you transfer uh, you don't have enough chances that it will get straight. So it's the same with the body. Okay. For me, awareness in is important. Mm-hmm. And then awareness, awareness of your alignment. And the second thing is uh, using your your feet and the traction you do towards the floor in mm-hmm. order to create the movement uh, horizontally, let's say, backwards, forwards, or sideways. Okay. But don't just throw the body into the position, mm-hmm. but to really be aware of how the standing leg pushing mm-hmm. off the floor will create the pressure to move. Okay. 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 Excellent. Good. Yeah, that'll Does be very, make any sense? Yes, absolutely. I think that'll be very, very useful for a lot of our, a lot of our listeners. Yeah, a lot of them are they're students again. They're they're beginners, but they're starting to get very interested in tango, and they want they want to you know learn more. So many of them are listening to these podcasts, or they're loving them. So I'm really I think what you have to contribute will be very, very useful. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. And you know, also don't desperate if it doesn't come right away, mm-hmm. because in the beginning we do those things naturally, and then when we start dancing tango, you probably know this. Yeah. Uh, like we get like um, not aware of like everything gets stuck because we mm-hmm. receive as a student so many indications that it seems like we never walk before in our lives you know <laughs> right right so it's like it's a process it's yeah. a process yeah, we have to be patient that's mm-hmm. the most important thing yep so how do you keep challenging yourself to to improve oh all the time <laughs> actually here in Buenos Aires you know, I was more trained for many years, and that's mm-hmm. what I did a lot in more the contemporary dance forms mm-hmm. of tango. They say okay. a lot with Chicho, okay. mm-hmm. and I mean, the more traditional part of my education in tango was with Julian Corina, but mm-hmm. then I naturally went more into the new tango at the time that I was more into fashion, you know, like everybody was doing it. I was very appealing by that. So I studied a lot with Chicho, Gustavo Naveira, those Mm -hmm. styles. Mm -hmm. So for me, the traditional part um, was something I I always liked it, but it was not something I was approaching very much Mm -hmm. until I came back to Buenos Aires. And 
17 years after starting taking tango classes, I decided to go to another tango class. Mm -hmm. Already as a professional, as a teacher, but now as a student, and and I enrolled in these classes with um, Natalia um, Gámez and and Gio, uh, with this couple that is amazing, completely, completely traditional, mm -hmm. where they keep uh, uh, repeating the styles of the old milongueros. So there are steps that they've been doing for the last 30 years in the same way. Oh. Um, and for me, it was such a challenge. Mm -hmm. And so when you say how I keep uh, myself in tango, well, for me, there's always new ways to improve, mm -hmm. to uh, learn, mm -hmm. and to then incorporate in what already is your tango, because it's not like now I'm going to dance like that. But it's good to have new sources of inspirations from different lines of dance for me. Mm -hmm. Plus, I always take my modern dance classes or whatever helps me to get fit, you know. Okay. But, but mainly in tango, mm -hmm. there's always a way to improve or to learn or to be a student again, mm -hmm. to get corrected, to get coached. Yeah. Well, especially here yes. in Buenos Aires, there's mm -hmm. a great cultures here yeah. too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I got to yeah, get down there one of these days. Yeah. But you know what? I think also it's in mm -hmm. the mind. You always want to think, mm -hmm. not uh, when you're practicing with somebody, what I can do better to make this easier to my partner, mm -hmm. rather than thinking, oh, he's not that good. He's, uh, you know, he's throwing me. He's okay. So there's always room for you to get better in your own technique. Mm hmm. And I always have that in my mind. Good. Yeah, that's very true. So what are some future projects that you are working on? In the future's future, I have, um, um, I'm working with two guys, uh, two partners I'm having right now. Mm -hmm. And with one of them, which comes uh, from the modern dance, I would like to do some integration between modern dance and and tango. Wow. So that's my wow. new, I, those were always my passions. Uh -huh. uh, that will come probably in a couple of months. Okay. I was always okay. in this company in New York. It's called Glamour Tango, directed by Polly Furman. Mm -hmm. They're always touring. It's a very interesting project because it's the story of a woman through tango. Uh -huh from its origins to now okay uh, and all the cast are females mm -hmm. uh, all the musicians dancers singers and we recreate the history of our gender through the tango oh, so that's mainly yes right now those are the two things i am working with okay sounds great okay, sounds so great. where do we find more yeah. information about, about you online uh online i know i'm very i'm getting a little bit lazy lately i still have my <laughs> marianagalassi.com but it's not very um updated okay right now okay. Mm -hmm. uh, but always there i'm always on facebook okay and, okay. and yes through facebook and my own web page you'll find what's going on these days okay Excellent. Okay. Good, good. Excellent. Well, good. thank you so much, well, Mariana. It's so, much, it was so wonderful to talk to you again. I know you're very busy, but it's wonderful that you took the time to be on the podcast. I really appreciate it. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you very much. Uh, it was a pleasure to talk with you, to remember those nice times <laughs> back in New York, yeah. and to know so many students are uh, mm -hmm. hooked after all these years mm -hmm. with the tango. And, and, you know, at the same time, as I gave some people uh, some tools mm -hmm. to get in love of this past of tango, yeah. now these people are, are doing the same with others. Yeah. You know, it's just a network of making people crazy about this passion and yeah. I know you are one of those yeah. now. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. So, that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah. So thank you very much also sure. for thinking of me for this. Oh, absolutely. You were one of the first people in my mind, so I had you on my list. So I'm really <laughs> glad, really glad I was able to catch you. Thank you very much, Joe. Sure. I appreciate it. And, we, uh, and, and I wait for you anytime here in Buenos Aires. Okay, wonderful. All right. <laughs> All right. Un beso grande. Ah, A big kiss in the head. Ah, hasta luego. Chao, chao, lindo. Bye. Okay. Hasta Bye -bye. luego. Okay. Well, it was great reconnecting with Mariana. I remember learning a lot from her, and I'm sure she has helped many other tango students in the same way over the years. She touched upon a lot of good points. One was the importance of having patience, that although we're quick to learn tango concepts, it takes time for the information to work its way from our brains to our bodies. That can be frustrating, but that's part of the natural process. So keep practicing and stick with it. In time, everything will feel right. Mariana also brought up the topic on how to be a good partner, that we should focus a lot on making things easier for each other. And that's definitely a recipe for a good tanda. And on top of that, it just makes a lot of sense. She also brought up the importance of just being who you are at a milonga and not to try mimicking a personality type that, that isn't our own. In order to look good on the dance floor, you don't have to look serious or, or be flamboyant if those qualities aren't naturally part of who you are. So thank you again, Mariana, for sharing your insights and for your time. And to all of you listeners, thank you again so much for tuning into Joe's Tango Podcast. If you enjoy this program and you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, it would mean the world to me if you could leave a five-star rating, a positive review, and remember to subscribe. It just takes a couple seconds. That does a lot to help more people find this podcast. And of course, sharing this with your friends would also be lovely. I truly, truly appreciate your support. Okay, that's it for now. We'll have more shows coming to you every week. I'm Joe Yang. Talk to you again soon.